and so you're not just telling a story because it sounds cute or because you want the emotional connection you want to land it so that whoever is being exposed to your story sees the need to want to invest in your brand if that makes sense one of the things that I think comes to mind uh, with this conversation is um, the emotional connection that you have with the audience. I think a lot of times, you know, people hear the glamorous story of where people are and uh, they really don't know the um, backstory, you know, the connection. You know, I think it's so funny how um, I just look at my own story of having 15 children and it didn't start off where it is right now. It was not glamorous. The stories evoke an emotional response that is so powerful that it stays with you long after the event is over. So I can't um, emphasize enough the, the power of storytelling. author of the storytelling series for small businesses and content creators. In Obehi Podcast, we talk about the power of your story, your narrative, and why you should own your voice. Whether you are a small business owner, a content entrepreneur, or you simply want to build your influence, storytelling is probably going to be your best instrument to connect with your audience. So join the awakened few who are owning their voices. Now let's get started with today's episode. Thank all of you for, for joining us. I'm always happy when I see these beautiful faces around that are interested in storytelling. It's something that I really, really do love. And I thank all of you for joining us. I thank also my co-host, my beautiful co-host, uh, and my handsome Annie, uh, who is there, uh, that are, we are here to serve you. We are here to be able to share with you how to increase sales with storytelling. It's what we are going to be dealing with today. So maybe I'd like to start by asking you a question. Yes, I'd like to ask questions. <laughs> so how do you increase sales with storytelling? I believe that if you are like most people out there, uh, you too might be considering that question in your business life. Because uh, your business is no business until you can make sales, until people can give you money for what you say you are doing. Otherwise, you are just there uh, for passion. You are just there doing something. Uh, yeah, doing things, but doing things is not really business. Business is when uh, value can be exchanged and money is involved as a measure of that value. So the point is that today's business world, capturing the, the attention of your audience and effectively communicating your brand's value is crucial. And of course, storytelling is again one of the most trusted ways to do that. In today's highly competitive market, I want to believe that is where you are because most of the market today are very competitive. Uh, conversational sales pitches and marketing strategy have often failed to deliver the desired result. But there is an effective technique that can make you that can make you stand out, uh, dramatically boost your sales, and that is storytelling, which is the topic that we have for you today. Now, 
For why storytelling is effective, we have already talked about that at length in this audio room and also in the five-part book series for storytelling and content creators. And the five-part series was born out of my desire to give back after listening to hundreds of people, uh, some, some businesses and some non-businesses, uh, but people who continuously are uh, involved in storytelling or telling their story. And what I've learned uh, listening to these different people is that there is power in our voice, in our tongue, in, in being able to talk. There is power in it. So it is important that I give back what I've learned to the community, to the people. This is how I put this book together uh, so that we can also learn from it. Because I believe that there are value in it and there is a value if we can manage to speak, to be able to uh, master our communication and own our voice. This is what I'm fundamentally passionate about. And if you have known, maybe read any of the book, I encourage you to do so uh, by picking any of the book on Amazon. And, or if, if not, maybe you don't want to buy the book yet, there is a free chapter that you can get at obehiair14.com slash freebookcharter. It's available for you. Today, I'm super interested in the conversation that we have, and I'm extremely, extremely grateful to my co-host, Annie, Hannah, Abibola. I'm so happy to find all of you around me uh, in this gospel of storytelling. And of course, I am not the one going to introduce you because you can do a better job than me talking about yourself. So why don't we start with Annie? So he's saying, we're all here to make money. Business is all about making money. You know, you can, you can be nice. Of course, we can be nice. But making money is what's really, you know, we're not going to last long in business without making the money. So we must work out a way to, you know, to generate revenue. So you now my marketing methods is one thing. And I said, so storytelling obviously a big part of how we get interest in people who actually might want to buy from us. So I'm always excited about being here over here. Plus, I'll say we work with a lot of people who've written books like you, my friend. You know, if you've written a book and it's not selling, let's have a conversation. I can help you sell your books. You know, if you want us to write a book, you don't know where to start, let's talk. You know, we'll make your book dreams come true. I've got a team of writers, editors, proofreaders, and publishers who will get your book from concepts to bookshelf. Let's call it that. I like I just made that up. I love I actually like that idea. Concept of bookshelf. Wow. Okay, cool, cool. I'll, I'll leave that alone. So Taiwan, see you, Rosaline, Rosemary, Rick, thanks for coming, Rick. R um, Ruth, Cleofas, how you doing, my friend? Great to have you here. Uh, I hope that's Chris. Chris Udo, Tanya, Jay, Abby, thanks. Thank you all of us for all of you for being with us. Believe. Bori, thank you so much for being here with us. I'll pass the mic back to you over here and then let's let's thank get you so much. Thank you so much, Jenny. You are you are you are the gem. Thank you for being here. We we are all here also because of your energy, because you have pushed all of us to be out there and uh, own our voices. So we really owe you a lot. Thank you so much for that. And like you said, we should not be ashamed to say we need to earn money from what we are doing. It is legitimate. If you are rendering a service and the service you are rendering has value, you deserve to earn money from that. All right, Hannah. Hannah is another uh, uh, beautiful uh, voice here that is helping us to bring our message out. Please tell the people who you are and what you are offering. Thank you so much, Obehi. Hi, everyone. It's such a pleasure to be here. I love, love this event. Um, I see Abimbola dropping hats. Hi, Taiwo. Hi, Rose. I'm seeing a lot of familiar faces in the audience. I'd like to say that the conversation about storytelling is one that if you know me, you know I talk about all the time. It's right up my alley. 
I speak about how when we move from the generic storytelling types where we talk about, you know, once upon a time and then live happily ever after and all of that stuff that we consume as children. And up till now, quite frankly, that some of us still consume as adults, especially with the Disney uh, movies and the fairy tale movies, we have a concept of what storytelling should be like. And I feel like a lot of the times when we want to bring storytelling to real life, especially with business, there is the disconnect. And I speak to a lot of people all the time that speak about, you know what, but I tell stories, but it doesn't convert and all of that. That's because you're not telling stories the business way. And I'll be sharing with everyone today what I do and have been able to imbibe the, the storytelling that we know, the storytelling techniques, but yet making it combat. Um, if you don't already know, I'm a brand storyteller, and that means that this is what I do on a regular basis. I bring brands closer to the customers through creative and captivating content. And so I work with my clients most of the time to you know, write and help craft content that connects, mostly using storytelling as a technique. And so the two most important C's that I would like to speak about today would be the connection and conversion. In storytelling, you want to be able to connect with your customers. You want to be able to connect with your ideal customers if you're looking for a new customer base. And then how you do that is by combining storytelling and copywriting. Not everybody has the copywriting skills, and that's okay. Some people go to school to learn how to be a good copywriter. So I don't expect that, you know, the average man will know how to write, you know, um, copy that converts. But that just shows to tell you that there's a strategy in storytelling for business, and that is combining, you know, a good story with copywriting. What copywriting does is it sells. And so you're not just telling a story because it sounds cute or because you want the emotional connection. You want to land it so that whoever is being exposed to your story sees the need to want to invest in your brand, if that makes sense. I'll go on to speak about a lot of the times when you are crafting you know, a good story, you want attention. That's so key, so very key in every story. Because if people are not interested in what you have to say, what's the likelihood that they want to continue reading? So that's one thing that you need to strive for in storytelling. And that's where the hook comes into conversation. You want your hook to be attractive. You want your hook to grab the attention of your target markets. And I could go on and on about how to grab attention. If you want more information, send me a message. But I would go on to the argument of logic versus emotion that's one argument i know people love to talk about oh logic versus emotion i see that like on a daily basis on linkedin but what i'm confused about is why people want to pitch those two strengths against one another why not utilize them and that's what storytelling for business is is using logic and emotions so you're appealing to the emotional part of your ideal clients, your target markets, as well as the logical standpoint. And, but it sounds like you're able to combat to, the results are insane because not only are you saying, this is me, this is my journey, if it's for your brand, and this is how I can help you. That's where the logic comes into play. This is how I can help you. Do a breakdown of how you can help your target markets.
why they should use your services, why they should even think about your products in the first place. And I also would like to talk about urgency. That's another really important point in storytelling. If it's not urgent, people are not going to be invested. Why should I buy your product when I can wait two years? Why should I use your services when I can wait one year? And that's why we need to impute the urgency. It needs to be now. Now, because if you wait any longer, your business will fail in X, Y, Z. And so there are a lot of techniques that I would love to talk about. Like I said earlier, I could go on, I could stay here and, you know, establish all the theories or things that people need to know. But I hope this helps. The next time you want to craft a story, think about the following techniques that I have laid out. And I hope it really helps you to write a story that converts. And like I said before, pop me a message. I would always respond on LinkedIn. And let's talk. Let's talk about writing stories that convert. Thank you so much once again, Obehi and Eni and Abimba and everyone who's listening. It's always a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you so much, Hannah. Thank you so much for that. That is a bomb. And it really uh, was driven home. And I think people are paying attention. And they really must pay attention uh, because that is why we are here. And before I pack the mic uh, to Abimbola, uh, who is another important co-host with which we are doing what we are doing here, I just want to uh, point out something uh, relating to what Hannah was saying there that we need to be putting out good and quality content on a consistent basis and with intention. That is, of course, what separates it from just a content that you create out of passion and a content that you create for business. With a business, you must have an intention about it. You don't do it anyhow. Now, think about your community where you live. If somebody said, I need a plumber, would you know who to recommend? You personally that is listening to me now, would you know who to recommend in your community? If there is uh, a news of uh, maybe uh, they need, uh, okay, let's look at a village setting, for example. If you are in a village and an animal suddenly, a white animal suddenly ran into the, into the village, everybody is scared. Would the people in the village know who to call to rescue them? Of course, I could go on and on and on telling you that if we tell our story, if we own our voice, if we are out there singing our song, ringing our bell, we are basically sowing the seed. And one day we will repeat because the people will not know who you are. When the moment comes, they will call you. Ah, his name is Abibola. Uh, he does this. She does that. He does this. His name is Mike. He does this. He does that. He's the right person to call at this moment. So it is very important that we are the one telling our story because as we are doing that, we are also sowing our seed. All right, it's time for you, Abimola. Please tell the people who you are and how they can benefit from what you offer. Please go on. Yes, I can. Um, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, for wherever you might be listening from. My name is Abimbola Olani. I'm a Nigerian. And I'm a content writer and a brand storyteller. Um, Hannah said a lot, she's a brand expert. <laughs> I'm a content writer. If you need visibility for your business, you want an uh, increase in clients, and you want to make sales, I can use my creative content writing to help you to boost your business. So, and 
that's it. I don't want to waste too much time because I have some issues with the network here. Thank you so much. It's okay, Abibola. Thank you for that. The people hear you. That is important. They hear your voice. <laughs> we can hear you. All right, for the guests that have joined us, I can see Lachelle. I can see uh, Katerina. I can see Islam. Yes, you have your turn to be able to contribute in our conversation. But before that, I just want to introduce some of the key points we're going to be covering just now. Because now is the Q&A, the most interesting part of it. Where you share with us, where we learn from you, so that we can all learn from each other and move on. So the key question we are targeting today will be, uh, what role does authenticity play in storytelling and how does it contribute to building trust and boosting sales? Number two is, how can storytelling help establish an emotional connection with customers and increase sales? Number three is, in what way can storytelling differentiate a brand from its competitors and drive sales growth? Okay, number four will be, uh, how can iterative storytelling technique be utilized to foster customer engagement and drive sales? Of course, any of this I can repeat as we move into the conversation. Now, the first person to join us in the room just now was Islam. Islam, you can either respond to this or respond to the general topic of storytelling. Please go on. The mic is yours. Hello, everyone. Beautiful people. Annie, Obi, Hannah, Lachelle. Katrina, Abimola, um, and the beautiful audience here. Uh, I'm a 360-degree marketeer, and I've been living in Dubai and Abu Dhabi for over 30 years. I'm now in the United States in Tallahassee, Florida. And basically, uh, what intrigues me about this kind of um, topic today, that basically um, uh, it touches one of the pillars of marketing, which is something that's dear to me. And I think that storytelling is crucial and paramount when it comes to branding and when it comes to building a brand from scratch or even um, a mature brand. The most important for the story, uh, however, is to be authentic. It's to touch people's lives, to touch people's minds, to be relatable, to be um, personal, uh, and to be uh, something that um, they can associate themselves with. When you're watching a movie, for example, or as um, Anna mentioned, Disney movies, people try to associate themselves with the characters of these movies. And when we see people who are um, broke and um, they are trying to make it in this life and they become millionaires or billionaires, we try to associate with them because basically... Um, we as humans strive all the time to be better than what we can. So the um, the the people who are um, creating themselves from scratch and um, uh, basically have a, a, like persevered in life and they are doing dedicating much time and effort in their lives to become something. This is a great story to tell. But what is a story? A story is basically a construct of events and um, and things that happens to the owner of the brand or the brand itself. And for for us as marketeers to be able to create this uh, this construct of events, it needs, as I said, to be authentic and uh, it needs to be uh, uh, free of pluffery and free of. Um, of, of, of overstatements that could harm the brand. 
So whenever you say that I've been poor all my life and I, I'm, I just found luck and then when it doesn't make sense to people, it just doesn't make sense. Uh, it needs to be relatable, needs to be simple, and it needs to be authentic. And this is what marketeers do. The, they simplify stuff. They relate uh, key events and lives of the people towards finding synergy and towards finding uh, coherence and towards finding better opportunities for other people to understand and to listen to the brand story. Because, you know, there are many brands out there, many stories out there, and basically uh, it's just people don't have time to listen to all of these stories. So you need to have a hook. And this hook is the interest that you generate. So once you generate interest, you generate attention. And once you generate attention, you generate return on investment. And this is what I have to say on this. Back to you, Obihianini. Thank you. Thank you so much, Islam. You're so right about being authentic. You're so right about attention. All of this, you know, add up to making a good copy that sells, a good story that sells. I would be yielding the mic to Katarina. Hi, Katarina. What do you have for us today? Thank you for inviting me to the stage. Um, I just wanted to tell you a little bit about my story um, and how I incorporated it in my business. Um, I basically help people understand the power of no, um, and that is that to help them understand what their key strengths are and um, say no to things that don't serve them. Um, I was in banking for many years in an area which really wasn't fit for me. I don't like um, details. I don't like data. I don't I like anal analysing things, but I found that I was in that area for about 12 years. And I eventually left and went abroad and uh, took on a cold calling job, something I'd never done before. I literally, um, I lived in Rome and we they took us to the outskirts of Rome in villages and they left us in a village with a briefcase of perfumes and we just had to sell to everyone and anyone, people on the streets, in the shops. And I got rejected an awful lot. And through that rejection, I learned a lot about myself because I thought if I don't learn um, how to get over this and learn why I'm being rejected and how to handle the rejection, I'm not going to get the sale. And it's really helped me with my power of knowing, helping other people understand themselves. And that's how I use it because I had to get it over, get it, get over it um, myself when I was cold calling. And when you can incorporate your own experiences into your business, you do come across as more authentic because you're speaking from the heart and you're speaking with feeling and you're recalling the events that you went through in order to get to where you are now. And I believe that you come across a lot more authentic. Um, so I just want, I don't want to sort of like take up all the time, but I just wanted to sort of like share that with everybody. Um, and I think that when you are authentic, then you are able to increase your sales a lot more. But it's through that cold calling that I learned an awful, awful lot. There's a yes, there's a no, and there there's the in-betweens, you know, the people that don't know whether to say yes or no. Those are the people that you work on, and that's where I did most of my learning. And as I said, I incorporate those learnings into my business and share them with other people. And thank you very much for letting me share this with you all.
Um, yeah, I thank all of you that are in the audience that are listening to us. I will remind you that your voice is also important. If you feel that it's something you need to uh, say or to share or to contribute or to contest, why not? You can also contest what we are saying here. We, are, we do not have monopoly to knowledge. We are just sharing what we know. But of course, you can say, well, I don't agree with you because this is how I see it. Of course, we will respect that too because we respect the opinion of other people. So I thank all of you that are here. Uh, listening to us and also those that are here in the state that are sharing with us i thank you so much i can see that's my i can't even take my eyes off it la share that is a beautiful one oh? <laughs> it says something the mic is yours well thank you so much for having me today this has been a wonderful conversation uh story is really powerful um you know i am also known as america's super mom i'm the mother of 15 children and I'm also a vitality coach to help others navigate through the chaos of everyday life where there's overwhelm, uh, depression, anxiety, and transform that into clarity and confidence with a smile. Um, one of the things that I think comes to mind uh, with this conversation is um, the emotional connection that you have with the audience. I think a lot of times you know, people hear the glamorous story of where people are and uh, they really don't know the um, backstory, you know, the connection. You know, I think it's so funny how um, I just look at my own story of having 15 children and it didn't start off where it is right now. It was not glamorous. Uh, I was, uh, I had my first child out of wedlock. You know, my husband and I were not married. We got married later. And uh, now we have 15 children. And so um, I was a part of a church that was very traditional. Uh, I had to go before the church and explain my behavior uh, because I was not married. And uh, the beginning of everybody's story is usually very messy and lonely, you know. And I think when we're able to share that part, that's what makes it relatable. Uh, because, you know, you go through periods where you feel like you're crazy. Um, you know, uh, people don't, you know, they judge you by uh, your mistakes. And it is that ability to keep showing up that helps you to uh, gain the strength necessary to really learn who you are and find out what you believe in, you know, what your core values are and things of that nature. So I think really being able to be vulnerable and share that with people is what makes you attractive uh, because we can always create a story around what we think somebody's life is like. And a lot of times that just uh, causes a disconnect because we believe all the good things you know, how they have it well, and, you know, they probably don't have any problems, and, you know, their kids do everything right, or, you know, they uh, travel, and all these different things, but when we really know the real story, you know, it uh, inspires other people, because they realize the struggles that you face, and they begin to look inward and say, wow, if they can do that, you know, with what they have going on, what is my excuse? And they get to work. So that's my thought on it. Thank you for allowing me to share. Thank you so much for having me on stage. Thank you. Um, uh, so I, I loved what everybody had to say. I'm, you know, especially 
my my girl Hannah, thank you uh, for sharing that. I think, you know, I'm you know, as you can tell, I'm the story storyteller, solopreneur. So this is something I'm really passionate about. I want to just share a little bit about what makes uh, storytelling powerful. Um, so first, um, a story should have a beginning, a middle, and end. It should take you on a journey. And by the end of the journey, you should learn something. So not only are stories powerful tools for learning, um, they're more memorable. And they're more memorable because we grew up with stories and that's how we shared throughout our human history. This is what connects us to our past. And this is what connects us to our ancestors. Uh, stories have been passed on from generation to generation. Stories are things that we grew up with, like as children and our parents, you know, late at night would tell us stories before bed. So stories evoke a emotional response that is so powerful that it stays with you long after the event is over. So I can't um, emphasize enough the, the power of storytelling. And if you develop the skill of storytelling um, in a written form, it's different than if you tell the story in um, verbally. What I mean by that is structurally it's the same, but with uh, you know with your voice you could evoke even more emotion because your your voice contains so much emotion in it. So that's why I'm a huge fan of these audio events because you can truly express yourself fully, uh, telling stories and you know connecting with other people. And this is what we do, you know, on my in my in my community, uh, women's empowerment through storytelling. Um, you know, we we have these biweekly events where we just share stories of things that impact us on a daily basis, whether it's you know, mental health, burnout, strategies for improving your LinkedIn networking, whatever it is, it's, you know, stories are what binds us together as people. And, you know, we find out through stories that we have more in common than we have differences. So that's just what I wanted to share. Thank you, everybody. Thank you so much for that, uh, Rosa. I appreciate that. That is really very important. If I, as I see more people that are interested in storytelling, I feel very happy, meaning that the club is beginning to get bigger. Actually, it's bigger, it's just that uh, we are beginning to know more people that are uh, in the same club, uh, speaking the same language. That is very interesting. Uh, also because uh, storytelling, we have understood, is a powerful tool, it's a powerful element. Sometimes I do share here that um, by storytelling, we are, not only, we are not only talking about business. Storytelling is very important for us in any area of life. Is, is probably one of the things that actually separates us from other type of animals. Because we are, able, we are able to invent a story, even though it is not there, but we can make people believe that it is the truth. And because we have a common understanding of, of, of life, of how our brain functions, we come to accept it. That thing that was created yesterday becomes a reality today. You see, the other day in my in Obehi podcast, I was interviewing uh, a Canadian visual artist. I, I make reference to this very uh, quite often, uh, okay, because he's an important uh, visual artist, you know, that he worked in uh, films like uh, Transformer, the Jurassic Park, and the rest of it. Of course, he knows what he's doing. I contacted him because of this also. 
So at a point, we were talking about emotion and storytelling. Then I was asking him, I said, listen, you and I know that when you uh, craft your work, the craft that you are creating, it's not really true. It's not true. The sound that you put there actually means that, okay, maybe they are creating an image of, uh, of dinosaurs, or maybe uh, a big elephant, or maybe a mosquito. You can make a mosquito look like an elephant. As a mosquito is marching on the marching the feet on the ground, is blowing the wing. We can hear something that that is a mosquito, no? What is happening is that we are amplifying the little thing in the mosquito and making it become bigger than life. Now, what is going to happen if you are in a cinema hall? You can almost feel the sensation in you as if the mosquito, as if you have forgotten that we are talking about mosquito. But now it looks like mosquitoes have evaded the world with big legs and with big heads, with big wings, that even maybe like 10 human beings can even fit into one of their wings. That is the power of storytelling, that we are able to create this imagination and we can live by it. I don't think other animals do this. And this, of course, is related to how we make our war, how we make our peace, how we design our heaven. You see, James Allen, uh, was saying in one of his books that the artists are really very powerful because they are the creators of the other world. We talk of heaven, we talk of hell. Anyway, I don't want to be going there to be measuring it, but I just want to say that storytelling is absolutely one of the most powerful inventions that we have in existence. So we must learn how to use it for our own good and of course also for the good of other people too. So I want to go back again to some of the questions that we are having for uh, discussion just now, um, which is, what role does authenticity play? I think we have spoken about that in storytelling and how it does contribute to building trust and boosting sales. And I don't know if uh, Hannah want to talk on how can storytelling help establish an emotional connection? And of course, it helps us to increase sales. Anna, do you want to say anything about that and then pass it absolutely. on? Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. I'd like to say that um, a major mistake that major brands make is they spend tons of money on budgeting for community building and all of that without forgetting that in creating a community, not just any community, but a community that is that has that bond with a brand, there needs to be some level of emotional connection from that community to your brand. And just by seeing the faces today on stage is a pointer that storytelling does help with community building and you know, creating that bond that customers have with brands. I would, I would tell you that most of the people that you see here on stage with people that I shared some story with, and they're here today, you know, to contribute and to share because of storytelling, because we bonded off some form of story. It is so important that brands, you know, tell stories and use that as a tactic in sales. Not just, you know, to get, get, get. It's also a way of saying, know me, know my journey. Just like a lot of people have shared today is sharing where you're at in your journey part-time. And so many times we make the mistake to think we need to have arrived at our destination first before we share our story. That's a wrong mindset to have. Wherever you are in your journey, be okay. You know, be content with where you're at. And you, you're going to be blown away at the fact that people want to hear where you're at. People want to see where you're at. People can relate to where you're at in your journey. Whatsoever you're at, 
whatever stage you're at, whatever level that you're at in, you know, in your brand, in, in whatever that you're doing, people want to know. So share it. You'll be blown away how many people can relate. I say this to say that Rose is here because of storytelling. Jemima, Bimbala, Angelica, all the spaces that I see here, most of them, we bonded off of storytelling. And that's just to portray the power that storytelling has and just to go on i would be yielding the mic to jemima she's somebody who i had to remind to be here so welcome jemima what do you have for us today thank you so much hannah hello everyone my name is jemima jameson and i'm a copywriter storyteller content writer and i'm so glad to be here although hannah had to drag me literally <laughs> But it's all good. I'm so happy. Storytelling is something that I would say have been coming to me in bits and pieces because I have not really gotten, I had not gotten a full grasp of it, but I had already been using it. When I started my first business as a fashion designer, I was only able to sell on Instagram because I told a story. I told a story that somebody could relate to Somebody had to see that, okay, this dress is used or this dress, I was able to use this dress for, to go for a farmer's market. I was able to use it to go to a salon and it fitted the concept of a Saturday afternoon where a run around or just to go on errands. And the person was like, oh my God, I want this dress, send this to me. And that was the first time I ever made a sale on Instagram. So it got me to understand that storytelling is very important for creative brands tech brands they can use stories little pieces of stories even in forms of taglines to just explain where their customers or their clients are in their life and how they can personally relate to that product so i'm just going to speak from the business side of things and how businesses, tech brands, and creative brands can take advantage of storytelling and not just do the regular marketing, especially if they are startups in the business space. So people, at the end of the day, what we are really doing is we are solving problems for people. We are reaching out to people. So if you can take advantage of empathy and how your clients are making all the experiences that your audience is having in their journey, if you can reflect that in your marketing, they will be able to connect faster. I know of a brand where recently they just did a storytelling post that had some of the, one of the highest views that they've ever had on Instagram. And it was just a simple, um, it's a fintech brand. It was, it was just a simple, how I am going to lose my salary before the money even comes in because of so much bills that I have to pay. And it was just a simple graphic story and it was so interesting and everybody was able to relate to that concept. So I just, I just would like to say that more creative brands, more tech brands should encourage storytelling into what they do so that their audience can actually reflect, they can reflect the journey that their clients are making and then they can convert more and buy from them. So that's what I have to say. And also storytelling is also, storytelling had also helped me to get a grant. 
um there was a time when i had um i had to get a grant and the 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 people that were given the grants they just kept asking okay what is unique about you what did you want what what differentiates you from the audience and i was able to tell them why i am doing that business why i need the funds to grow my business and it was all storytelling my whole journey and the person was able to buy it immediately and i just won the grant so i think storytelling is a very very huge opportunity especially at this time it supersedes just copywriting it supersedes just content writing because people are ready to take and connect especially now that everything is almost ai focused and artificial and everything so people are looking out for what they can connect to authentically so whatever we are doing businesses solving problems it's always important for us to tell our stories and you know just share the journey the process that we are at at a particular time so more people could connect and come on board and join us so thank you very much i hope that that helps someone Absolutely. Thank you so much, uh, uh, Jemima. Thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate also the, uh, um, uh, Hannah, what you said before. <laughs> that is really powerful. Thank you so much for that. But I like uh, why uh, Jemima was uh, referring to the, uh, when you tell a story, you sort of differentiate yourself from the, from the public. Because there is a lot of me too type of content out there today. In that, you know, today it has become very simple to create content. Let's be honest about that. It has become okay for those who want to create quality content. Uh, you are still going to to struggle sometime, but it has become far more easier compared to how it was before. Now you have access to internet. You can access any type of even without AI. With the internet, you can tap into nearly all type of archive in the world. Okay, I'm not saying the secret archive, but all most of the information that you really need to be able to connect and create quality content is at your fingertip. Now, what that actually means is that if you can do it, then I can do it, then anybody can do it. If that is all you can do, you have no business. Actually, you have no business that can last for a long time because anybody can do what you can do. Because how the, the business work really is that you are going to be able to create something for somebody, which is not the same that every other person can do because if every other person can do it, the law of economy says that if it is not scarce, then you cannot put a price on it. How can you put a price on air? But do you know that without air, you are going to die in the next instant? Well, you cannot put a price on it because it's available everywhere. But certainly, for example, we are in Mars or somewhere out of this space, and air is very limited in supply. It's going to be very expensive. So that is what storytelling is going to, be, it's going to help us to do. It's going to differentiate us from the head, from the group. So that we can have an identity. We are not just a number. We are individual with identity. We have a story behind us, where we are coming from. I think Lachey was saying before that we need to consider the backstory. All those are very important because when you can present your backstory, the half of your says is already covered for. But if you don't have that, you are going to justify everything, you're going to explain everything. But if I know who you are, I don't need to be asking you what I already know. I just want to ask you some very simple thing to, of course, confirm who you are or who you say you are. So storytelling is something that we cannot underestimate under any guise. All right. I want to thank all of you again for, for being here. I want to remind Can you I, this. Uh, may I yeah, just yeah, add something to what Jam Jamima had to say? Because I really loved what she said. Okay, um, go on. You know, you know, take people 
along with you on your journey. Like you don't have to have finished the the finish line. You don't have to have figured out everything, you know. You know, you could, you know, be vulnerable with your audience and say, you know, look, I'm I'm still trying to figure this out. I'm I'm vulnerable. Um, you know, show your vulnerabilities, show like this is part of authenticity as well is showing what you don't know as well as showing what you're struggling with and, and take them along with you on the journey. And, and, you know, as you figure it out yourself, then you, you explain, oh, I figured it out. Like, let me tell you how it's done. So this is also part of, you know, storytelling and authenticity is, you know, being real with your audience and, and being authentic and, you know, admitting what you don't know, admitting your limitations and, and take them, taking them along with you on your journey as you grow. Thank you. That's all I wanted to say. Thank you for that. That is a very important point. Uh, I, I was reading a book um, uh, by Walter, Walter Wallens. That is the science of getting rich. Uh, at one point, um, Wallens was saying that there is a science in getting rich. And he said that you don't necessarily need to know this sign. You don't need to know what it is, but if you do things according to how things are supposed to be done, even though you don't know it, you're going to have the desired effect, which is what you need to know is how things work. If you know how things work, you are going to be able to reverse engineer it and you will get the result. Because in this entire universe, nothing is random. Everything is ordered. So what we need to do is to know how things work. You know, I'm just saying that to confirm what uh, Jemima said, no? that even though she might not have knew the integrity of storytelling, but she have done something according to the rule of storytelling, and she got the result of what happened when you do those kind of things. Therefore, let us try to understand how storytelling works, then it can work for us. Because really, it does work, and it works almost all the time. I really enjoyed what um, Jemima said about, um, first of all, thank you for bringing me up on the stage. <laughs> I went I went and dove right into it. Um, yeah, I appreciate it very much. Uh, oh, oh, Becky, I always loved the story room, storytelling room. Yeah, I was thinking about uh, business and how we, we really need to tell a story in order to, um, to season our words with salt and make it more uh, palatable for other people to hear, right? <clears throat> and I think about the commercials that we see. And the commercials that we see, they're stories. And I have a friend, a Brazilian friend, his name is Jadel Gregorio, and he was in a Nike commercial, right? And um, Nike sells clothes sports clothes and um, tennis and things like that. And imagine if in the commercial all they, says, all they said was, hello, I'm Nike and I sell tennis or I sell sports clothes. It's so different. Um, the commercial that he did, in the commercial that he did, <clears throat> he's doing all sorts of activities, but in it he talks about how he grew up and this is exactly or this is something like what he says he says i grew up poor without a father i had no shoes i grew up in the poverty of the streets of brazil i played soccer every day 
until one day I won triple jump in the Olympics. And then and then he ends it by saying, no excuses. And then you do the just do it. And it's such a difference from just trying to sell something with no background, with no story. Stories make make the um make the whole process more interesting, more palatable. So I just wanted to add that. Thank you so much for that, uh, Angelica. I don't Back know if Risi, okay. uh, if Risi is there. Uh, so uh, in my experience, this is this is one skill that I have developed, storytelling as a skill. Uh, of course, that has not turned into a lot of sales for me. So I have been able to get uh, clients, but these are like small businesses. Um, so I'm trying to see if I can upskill and develop this art of storytelling so that I can get bigger clients. And um, I have been uh, strongly uh, implementing this skill of storytelling in a lot of my blogs. Um, so I have uh, my accounts on LinkedIn, WhatsApp, Twitter, Tumblr, Emo, Botim, Instagram, Facebook, WhatsApp business, etc. And uh, I speak on a lot of um, taboo topics, for example, workplace politics or um, bullying or women empowerment. And uh, I've realized that uh, the more I speak about these issues, the more listeners I get. And uh, I have now managed to grab a lot of eyeballs. And uh, I just crossed uh, 3,25,000 views on LinkedIn as a result of that and uh, 30,000 on Instagram. Uh, this is annually on LinkedIn and monthly on Instagram. Yeah, th that's my take on this. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. Uh, that is important. That is a that is a, a positive story to hear. <laughs> it's a, a takeaway. So thank you for that. All right. Now, I want to go back to what Hannah was saying before. Uh, she did make mention of um, connection and conversion in storytelling. Uh, because I think that is very important. Because if you tell a story, at the end of the day, uh, the story doesn't convert, then it's not going to be a business, um, it's not going to be a good business strategy for you uh, because you are not going to be talking to yourself. You want to be able to get people to convert at the end of the day, not just to say, ah, okay, I like this story. No, uh, we are here as business to be able to make profit. Okay, before we can make profit to serve people. So the conversion is going to be very important at the end of the day. I don't know if Hannah would like to say something more to that. In How can people uh, get better conversion uh, with storytelling because this of course is going to lead to sales to more sales which is what we are talking about today anna please help us thank you so much i would absolutely love to contribute to that in um connecting and converting there's a big part that we need to speak about which is finding out what your customer or your target market's pain point is that's such a big part of conversion because you can tell a story that isn't related to your target market or they have no business with. They could like it because it's it's emotional, it's good, but they could keep moving because, I mean, what else? But when you're speaking to their pain points, you're saying, this is what I've gone through. And because that's something that they're going through as well, you're able to connect with them because of that. You're not just speaking or telling a story for the sake of what you're saying is, you probably, I mean, the first step is to research, first of all, who your target market is, who your ideal customers are, and find out what they struggle with. So if you haven't done that in your business, you should. You should find out what your 
target market's problems or issues are and how you can come in. So when you're sharing your story, you're using the story to address what the pain points are. So you're sharing a story that you can relate to. And in sharing stories, it doesn't have to be your personal story. Sometimes it could be stories that you feel like could have a connection with your ideal customers. It could be stories about what a day, you know, day-to-day life is like and probably let's say if you're selling a mug you could talk about you could paint paint a scenario of not having a good mug and how that would look like and then saying well this is what it would look like if you had the right mug this is what it could do for your attitude towards the day this is how it could influence how you you feel throughout the day so it's just basically painting a picture that your ideal customer can relate to one and they can connect to and then they see the need to hire your services and then they see the need to speak to you as the resource person so you're placing yourself as the person to help them out with whatever the issues are by saying you know the xyz person has gone through this and this was how we're able to help out it could even also be through testimonials from your clients where you tell the story of how the client felt before they use your service and how they feel now that would connect to somebody who is in the place that your client was and that would also help with conversion like i said before if you had listened to the beginning of my presentation i could go on and on guys it's something that i do and i'm passionate about but pop me a message if that's what you're struggling with in your business if you're struggling to convert if you have all these awesome stories and you don't know how to make it convert, pop me a message and I'll be sure to help out. But please keep in mind to speak to the pain points of your clients because it's not going to be their business if you're not speaking to something that they're going through or struggling with. I hope he helps, Obehi. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, Hannah, thank you so much for that. Now, of course, I remind all of us, uh, if you have not read the book, it's available on Amazon. The five books uh, on storytelling are available if you want to pick up any of them or pick up the five uh, books to read on storytelling because we really want you to understand the importance, uh, starting from the basis. What is the practically the elementary level of storytelling to support the most advanced uh, using it in your so it will be created for this purpose so pick it up and read and of course share with me uh, your experience about about the book that is important also for me. but in case maybe you don't want to read right now you don't want to buy just now you want to read a free chapter of it that is also available you can go to obehiawanfood.com slash free book chapter you can download it for free and then read then of course you see if it is something that you are interested in to go for that and then get a copy to read uh yes we do have this possibility for you Hi, everyone. This topic has been amazing so far, and thank you for doing this this event. I've learned so much already. I just wanted to, and some of this was, was said already, but may have been said in different ways. But my takeaway and what I want to add is that I see three main things to focus on when you are trying to increase sales with storytelling. Um, making the customer the hero of the story. So when you're putting your story together, the customer should be the hero of your story. The Your product or service should be the solution that the, that the customer uses in order to, to overcome their challenges. And also, um, I, I heard someone else say this as well, um, make sure you're being vulnerable which is something that's hard for me with my storytelling, vulnerable and make sure that you use emotions because 
that's the main thing that's going to draw the customer in. Again, today, in today's age, we can get information everywhere. Your customer can get information anywhere. They are going to come to you because of the connection that they have with you. And you have to be vulnerable in order to make that connection, especially if it's online and you're not face-to-face. So definitely those three things I think are extremely beneficial, especially if you're trying to convert your, use your story to convert and get sales from it. So there's a, you know, a whole lot of things that you do in regular storytelling, but it's a little bit different when you're dealing with sales and which I think that this is awesome that you're doing. And I definitely am going to check out your book. And I, I went to your site and saw the, the free chapter. So I'm, I'm signing up for that. Thank you for letting me share. Thank you so much for that. Uh, I appreciate that. I really do. It, it is important that we uh, yeah, we show our vulnerability in our story. This is not necessarily because we want to go there and start doing comedy, uh, start hewing uh, insult on yourself. That is not what it means. What it means is that there are a lot of people out there like you. If I am writing uh, a story, I should not overhype it when I'm targeting audience that are at my level. Because if I overhike it, then that story becomes higher than my level. Therefore, it becomes higher than the people that I'm targeting. Therefore, I cannot relate. Because I was, I was saying before, I think in this room or in my podcast, that when you tell a story, even if it is one story that you are telling in different location or a different audience, telling it to a different audience, you are going to tell it differently according to the understanding, the sensibility of the audience that you are telling the story to. Okay, I was making this instant before. There was this guy who came, he was uh, a, a comedian who came up to speak. He was speaking, people were not laughing. He, when he's, people usually laugh. Because what he was speaking about was really very interesting. And he was making nice joke. But everybody was laughing. But he, at the end of the day, when he finished the speech, he asked, what happened? That was when he realized that he was speaking English. The audience were predominantly Italian who were understanding the colloquia of what he was speaking about. Therefore, he was not triggering their emotion and they were therefore not laughing. That is pretty natural, which means if you speak to an audience who do not understand you or who you do not understand their senses and sensibility, it will not work. Now, say maybe for example, you have the same story. You bring it to an audience who understand you. Of course, when you laugh, they will laugh because laugh is something that is very... Um, uh, it's very contagious, no? But it, it gets to a certain limit if people don't understand what you are talking about. Therefore, they are not going to continue and sustain that kind of laughter. So if you pick a story, irrespective of the story that it is, you must speak it to the language of the people that you are speaking to. Their level. Who are they? Can they understand you? What are the idioms that you are using? The instances that you are using? The example that you are bringing out today, the way you are framing the, uh, your, your sentences and your phrases, it must be according to their level, or it will be higher to them, they will not understand it, or it will be lower to them, they will not take you very serious. So that is very important. All right, so we move to Fatima Amir. Let's hear from you. We are interested in hearing your story. Okay, thank you for this opportunity. Um, I wanted to share that um, to, increasing, uh, to increase sales, through story storytelling, uh, for example, um, uh, one industry has been using this forever, and that's the movie industry. Now, why do, why do we go there? 
we look, uh, we we go there to see a story and then to forget about our uh, struggles right that's their main goal so we need to be um, we need to make sure what we're uh, are about the goal that um, about the pain points of our um, of our audience uh, there's this um, for example there are these two uh, there are these two two stores okay one is a, a regular mask store and the other one it has a banner on it and it says um, I'm, a, I'm a mom of two kids and it, um, I saw reusable masks I saw reusable masks okay and um, in the top uh, and in the end it says my 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 daughter helps me sew these now it also relates with the in now who would you go to obviously the one you res resonate more with but and it also resonates uh, it also gives you a benefit that it's reusable um yeah that's it I'm kind of nervous because this is the first time I've ever spoken on a live event. So You're doing amazing, Fatima. You're doing don't, don't amazing. Worry. Okay, okay, go on, go on. No, we, we, let, we want to let you know that we love you. We love what you say. We love your courage. That is what it takes. You know, uh, it is. I, I said it in this book, in this book series, that you don't need to be. Uh, you don't need to pretend to already arrive. You need to start to arrive. So where you are now is perfectly fine. What you need to do is to keep speaking. The more you speak, the more you you, you become master of your stuff. Okay. But you must love it, okay? Thanks for your courage. Anna, okay, you want to say something there? Yes, I, I wanted to say thing. she's doing amazing. Like, as the first time that you're speaking, you're doing mm -hmm. awesome. And just like um, he said, you need to speak more. I have just followed you, so I'll be sending you invites to, like, events that I'll join. So you could come up, come up and speak more because it always helps to speak more. You get more comfortable. Yeah. You get more, you know, used to the process. So... Well done. Good on you for coming okay. here today. Fatima. Your encouragement has made my nervousness, nervousness go down. And there's one more story I want to tell. Like, for example, you see this um, shampoo ad, right? Now, that shampoo ad is showing us a story that um, they, had a, they had damaged hair. And that's a pain point, right? Damaged hair. And then they're showing the benefits of that product. And then they're showing the, what do you say? Um, like the beautiful hair and they're sharing the story that what that product will give you so that's how storytelling can increase your sales that's it <laughs> okay thank you thank you Fatima thank you so much for your share I was once like you you know um, just getting out of my shell so yes by speaking regularly it works and um, to buttress what, before I hand over to the next speaker, to buttress a little about what people have said so far, um, businesses make use of storytelling. It differentiates you from one business to another. And just like Angelica said earlier, I think she was the one that said it, that commercials are stories, and which is true. And um, Fatima also has mentioned about uh, films, all these movies, they are all stories. And even coming down to LinkedIn, we can all see that even our influencers, most influencers that want to get their product out there, they tell stories of their beginning, 
how they started out without followers, without anything. And I just want to say thank you for um, having this um, event. It's been really insightful. I would also just advise everybody to um, not be afraid to experiment. Um, I've been experimenting a lot with LinkedIn and it's been really fun. And I was able to connect with all kinds of people that I would have never been able to before. So it's been, it's been really fun and don't be afraid to make mistakes. Uh, it's all part of the learning journey. So with that, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go now, but thank you so much, everybody. Thank you so much, Rose for being here and to everyone who contributed today. Thank you so much for being Hammett. here, unfortunately. Okay, Angelica, did you want to say something? I just wanted to say something really quick. Okay. It's okay, it's really fine. quickly. Yeah, it's all right. Um, um, is it okay if I mention that I'm uh, today, I'm going to be having a room about writing your story and we're going to have a Hollywood producer and also uh, Dr. Sanchi Chopra. And it, be a really great opportunity for anybody who wants to come up and talk to them um since we're in the storytelling room <laughs> thank you so much for letting me speak that's all right angelica thanks. it's okay thanks for plugging it's, your event and i, I wanted to say something okay okay so at the beginning um, before you speak victoria okay. just one moment I would okay. like to say that the big part of storytelling is the filtration that it does for us as storytellers. Um, you don't have to do a lot of research as to who to target. Your story is a magnet to its target market. Your story will do the filtration for you. It would connect you to the right people. It would help in, you know, whoever that resonates with your story, you automatically know is somebody that you need to be working with, especially when you're talking about brand storytelling. So a big part of leaning into your authenticity is leaning into your story and its strengths and just watching the magic happen. Very quickly, Victoria, because we're running out of time, we cannot take everyone up here on stage, but you have a couple of seconds, just share with us what you have and we would close the room for the day. Okay, so thank you everybody for hosting the session. I just wanted to say that one of the things that stood out to me was when we started and Hannah said something about storytelling being emotional and logical especially when you're using it in sales and i mean like that's quite powerful because when you're telling stories for the purpose of driving sales you know speaking from my perspective as a copywriter who tells stories it's important to keep in mind what emotions do i want these people to have how do i want them to feel so your story must be able to make them feel something that is what differentiates stories from just facts or maybe any other random tips and hacks and strategies so what do you want them to feel and then before you get to the place of now logically driving them to take action and then i wanted to say another thing that is important to center your story around your customer even if the you are telling a hero story for instance and it's your story but then you should you should frame it in a way as per how will it benefit your customer what does it mean for them what transformation does it promise them does it inspire hope and all of that and then finally i wanted to say that when telling your stories be careful so that you don't end up distracting your customers from the goal you want them to take but they're from the action you want them to take because there are some times that in telling our stories, in trying to fit in every single part, every single event and scenario, we end up distracting the customer or the prospects from the action that we actually wanted them to take. So I just wanted to say that quickly. 
Thank you. Wow. So I, I, I apologize. I don't know what happened before you were really hearing me. <laughs> anyway, we are moving. We are really like sort of stretch of the time. I don't know. We still have like three people or two people that haven't spoken. Well, let's just say, yeah, we're already here. We are guilty. Let's go on. Uh, Pat uh, Obilo, uh, please, can you say something? Hello, everyone. Good, good afternoon. Thank you for the honor. Um, so I just wanted to quickly uh, make a reference because I could connect with uh, what, what happened the other time um, uh, one of the speakers was talking. I think that was Fatima. Shout out Fatima if you are still online. So um, I I worked in the, in the media and I used to be very nervous when I'm on my, when I need to go on radio or television. So I always prepare my, for my script or whatever, uh, you know, before I go on um, on air and everything. So so but when I tell people I'm a shy person in real life, they don't get to believe because when I'm on radio or television, I'm sounding like well, I'm the life of the party. So I think it's okay that we also. Uh, in terms of storytelling, beyond writing, we can also empower ourselves if we can have a public speaking um, forum where we can take turns to just talk about anything. We don't have to be perfect or correct, just to pick on a topic and talk randomly about it. And so we can empower ourselves um, like for TEDx, maybe any of us can be on the TEDx platform someday and then you can look back and say, yeah, I actually learned how to do uh, storytelling, public speaking on LinkedIn or, or whatever, if you get what I mean. So, and I wanted to say thank you, sir, for this uh, forum. It's really, really quite uh, impactful. Thank you very much, everyone. Thank you. Thank you so much for that. I don't know if there is anyone that hasn't spoken. Uh, Abby, has you, have, you, have you spoken? If not, please go on. Buddy and Obehi. Um, Hannah, this is my, I think, my first time to be here. I'm, I'm not a copy writer at all, or, and actually storyteller, and this is not my cup of tea, but I'm here listening to everybody. I'm a founder of Limitless Me, and it, it's an affiliate business, and I, all your insightful, um, speech are, are really good and i i see the importance of uh, storytelling is very important in, in sales but uh, what are your advice for a person who, who who is not good at this but and i know the importance of of storytelling is is you know yeah i don't know where to start like should i just um hire somebody to do it but then it will not be me speaking it and they probably gonna do some tweaks and and enhance it, but kind of like, should I just um do something else instead of storytelling? So um yeah, but uh, I admire you guys. So you're good in in what you're doing, and it's just nice listening to everybody. And uh, please connect with me, and um I would like to know and uh, learn. Um, about uh, your 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 stories and um, yeah, I think that's networking is pretty good, amazing. Thank you. All right, thank you for that, Abby. Uh, yes, uh, yes, I know in terms of whether you should hire people to tell your story, but the point really at the end of the day is that um, it is important that your story is out there. If you already know how to craft your story and how to master it, you don't need somebody, but if you don't know how to tell your story, because 
sorry to say that we all do not know the nitty-gritty of how stories are framed. It's not a cockaboo story. It's not a story to just help sleep. If we are talking of story for business, it is different. So if you are not an expert in it, why we are talking about the importance to you, to business owner, is that you understand why it is essential for your business to leverage storytelling for your business. But it doesn't necessarily mean that you must be the one that is going to be running this work. You might give the work to somebody like a content creator, for example, but if the content creator is good, they will be able to make sure that your voice shines through in the content that they create. So that is, I think, is very important. That we're not necessarily saying that you must go to a copywriting school now, go to storytelling school and all that. I don't know if Anna had to add anything to that. Yes. As a brand storyteller, I will say hire somebody to help you straight, straight away. The person isn't writing your story for you. I would like to correct that the person isn't writing your story for you. As a brand storyteller, we're not writing your story for you. All we do is refine your story so that people can connect to it. So the that's, book, that's what, true, Hannah. Yeah, like, yeah because so I don't want to... Still, yeah. okay, I don't want to lose myself in, into letting somebody write it for me, but I still want it to be me. I, I know there's some... I do have some story. It's just me putting out in such a way like uh, what uh, other you you guys saying and and or I can do research on my own, but it's, it's still not gonna be the right way for for selling. Anyways, Abby, I have sent you a message, and we can talk about that after today's event because there's so much layers to brand storytelling. But I just wanted to point that the bulk of the work is really from you because it's your story. We want to leave the parts that you know mean a lot and can connect with your target market. But bulk of storytelling, I'll say, is practice. So for anyone listening today, practice, practice, practice. You can never go wrong with practicing what you already have. Refine it. Look at people who you admire. Look at how they write and you can adapt their styles but if you can't like Obehi said you cannot know everything reach out and that's why we're here that's what I'm doing today and that's why we're speaking about the importance of storytelling in business so I have already sent you a message Abby we can have that conversation going forward but practice practice is all I say thank you all right thank you so much for that Hanan you always need the hair the nail at the hair that is very important but in case you want to okay I don't know you were not really interested in taking up uh, a content creator for uh, for your storytelling you want to do it yourself because it can actually work both ways you can either learn to do it or you hire somebody else to do it <laughs> today you cannot know everything you cannot do everything if you are in business except maybe you are just in a hobby if it is a business there are certain things that you cannot just do for yourself you cannot be running the email, running the ad, uh, creating the content, uh, uh, making the telephone call. Uh, I don't know. It, it's not going to work. So what do we do or what we should do or what small businesses should do, even though we sometimes think that we are small, is that we need to look for which area of the business am I the strongest. The other part, I need to give it to somebody else to do it. Is it the calling? Is it the uh, graphic design that you want somebody to do for you? Is it the email marketing you want somebody to do for you? What is important in you know, or the difference between you knowing the importance of storytelling and not knowing is that you will be able to influence what kind of content is going to be created so that it reflects your voice. That is very important there. All right, uh, Amanda, that is your turn. Please be very brief on that because we're about to close the room. Please go on. Thank you so much, Ove. Um, This is my first time in this room. 
even talking on LinkedIn. So I just wanted to say hi to everybody. And that's what I need to say. Um, God bless you. Thank you so much. We appreciate that. We really do. We are here every two weeks talking about storytelling because we believe that it's absolutely powerful and all small businesses should be doing it uh, to promote their business and to earn more. Of course, today we are talking about uh, how to increase your sales uh, using storytelling. And I can guarantee you that if you use storytelling very well, you will never need to sell because the story will sell for you. That is what it does. But if you don't know how to do it, then you are going to be uh, t- telling people, hey, buy, buy, buy from me all the time. That is not what you need to do. Of course, you can choose to go the other way. The choice is yours. But what we are telling people is to know the power of storytelling, going deeper into it so that you know how to project yourself to the world. So, yeah, time is not always our friend, but that is we are beginning to move towards the end of it. If you want to get a copy of this book, there are five of them. They are on Amazon. It's called Storytelling Storytelling Series for Content Creators and Small Businesses. You can pick up any of them or pick up the five of them and read. But let me know your thought at the end of the day. Or if you want, you can also get a free chapter of feed that you can read. Go to obehe.com slash free book chapter. You can get it there to read. I will fight Hannah to make a final thought as we move toward the concluding part of this conversation. I want to thank all of you. It has been a pleasure. Please, Anna, go on. Thank you so much, um, Obehi. Thank you to everyone who contributed today. Thank you, Jemima, Angelica, to Rose, who's not here right now. Thank you, Fatima, Pat, Abby, Amanda, um, to Islam. Thank you so much to everyone who is in the listening lounge. Such a pleasure to have you still be here. Um, awesome, awesome to have you here. We hope that you left with something. But I'd also like to say that storytelling is key. Storytelling is powerful. And it's high time that we begin to tap into the powers of storytelling. Let's not leave our stories to collect dust. Let's share them because you're helping somebody someplace you'd be surprised how powerful the reach is you could be in your country and connect to somebody at the other side of the world that's how powerful story okay i think hannah had disappeared i don't know what happened there it can be a network issue or something but it's okay all right we were already actually in the concluding part of it i just want to uh give you two names of people that you could actually uh, research more uh to learn more about the power of storytelling or to learn more why you could actually maybe replicate them one of them is a motivational speaker called Les Brown. He's an American motivational speaker. He's a very powerful guy. In fact, he's one of the best in the world in terms of motivational speaking. If you go, if you listen to this guy's speech, you will see that he always lays his story into it, how he came to where he is today. And as you listen more and more, you begin to see how he developed it. That when Les started, he didn't know anything about what he is doing today, what he did today, that he became very powerful in it. Which is to say that you don't need to be great to start. You just need to start aiming to be great, but starting without knowing how to fix it yet. The game is not yet set up for you. I mean, for you. You need to set up the game. Look at all the different elements that are available for you and construct your own game. By your game, I mean your story. How you want to present yourself in the world. This is up to you to do. Another person that you might consider is Oprah Winfrey, for example. Of course, this is a very popular personality in America and in the world. Now, if you look at the story of Oprah, of course, we will never know this story because we, we are not with them. We didn't live with them. We are not living in their environment, in their situation. But because they have championed their story, they have used their story. For example, the story of Oprah, we could have been the story that maybe some other people will stay there and start mourning and start crying and Instead, she used that story, turn it around for herself. 
what that that is actually to say that if you can master your story, if you can become the owner of your story, if you can own your voice, then you can write your check. You have no limit to that. So I really want to thank all of you for the time, for being here. I appreciate it so much. Please join us next week as we come back to our conversation of storytelling because we are absolutely fascinated by it. So thank you all. I'll see you next time. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe so you never miss any of our future episodes. Rate and review Overhead Podcast and share with your friends who might need it. Thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you in the next episode.